Hi, this is Jovi. My name is Charlie. And you're listening to Bed Crime Crime Stories. This is a weekly true crime podcast where we pour ourselves a drink and we take turns telling each other the stories that keep us up at night. Guys, guys, we have the coolest thing for you. I know we told you about it last week that we have a really great surprise for you for this week, something cooking behind the scenes that we were going to save as a surprise for this week. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And Jovi and I are beyond thrilled because we are recording right now our very first cross pod collab. Um, Yes, we are very excited. And with us today, we have Dom, who is the host of the amazing podcast, Horror House. Dom, welcome to Back. Welcome, Dom. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for the warm welcome. I I did say to, to to say that very nice thing about my podcast and you said it so thank you thank you (laughs) you're very very welcome so uh dom in order to jump into uh before we jump into the actual story of today's episode um for anybody who is listening to bed crime stories who has not been um blessed whose ears have not been blessed with listening to horror house uh why don't you tell them a little bit about the podcast what they can expect they head on over to uh <clears throat> if they head on over to check it out for themselves sure um i mean the british accent i don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so i like to say that horror house is a delectable delight of true crime and the macabre mm-hmm. um i'm gonna branch out into other stuff as well so i'm gonna start doing some more paranormal stuff i'm gonna start doing some more sort of unsolved mysteries unsolved true crime cases mm-hmm. um and some cryptoid episodes as well and some mm. urban legend stuff okay so, so yeah um if you like true crime and just really macabre grim stuff and you're a bit of a sick puppy like me then <laughs> come come on over to horror house we'll <laughs> we'll make you a cup of tea we'll get cozy and we'll have some fun yeah awesome and, and you'll be making the cup of tea the correct way yes yes i yes. am okay. renowned <laughs> for my good cups of tea so <laughs> You are in for a tree. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No microwave exactly. involved. No microwave involved. Nope. No Keep the microwave involved. out of the tea making nope. procedure, please. <laughs> Lest you explode Dom's head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then Horror House is a very unwelcome place. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You that's kind of like, out. that's the test of whether or not we're going to welcome you as a, uh, as a listener, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, you have man. to answer that poll question before <laughs> you could stream. Do you put your tea in the microwave? At yes. Any or... time, at any time in the tea making yes. process. <laughs> yes Can you imagine? No? Anyone like goes to follow the podcast on on Spotify or, or wherever, and like mm-hmm. they hit follow, and then there's like a whole vetting section. Where it's like, yeah. How do you make your tea? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't answer this properly, then I'm sorry, you're not you're not following. Then no, I'm sorry. Just, no, we love you. Know. Thanks for stopping by, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Dear. Also, oh, just just um, so people know where to find me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on all the good podcasting apps spotify good pods apple podcast google podcast stitcher etc etc um and you will find my instagram and twitter at horrorhouse underscore pod i do have a facebook page as well at horrorhouse pod i will say that i'm probably more active on instagram and twitter mm-hmm. i have sort of <laughs> neglected the facebook page a little bit but mm-hmm. i will i will try and Unneglect the Facebook page. <laughs> but yeah, that's where you can find me on social medias and that's where you can find the podcast too. Excellent. 
Excellent. Well, um, we are so flipping happy to have you here. And, um, obviously as you can tell from the accent, Dom is not in the U S as, <laughs> no. uh, Jovi and I are. Mm-hmm. So yes, it's been, uh, definitely a good, definitely over a month of us trying to coordinate schedules yeah. and work out when yeah. would be a time to, to record. So we're really happy to get this on the books. We, we got there in the end. We did. We got there yep. in the end. Goddamn time difference. I was going to say, I, Wait, was, I was going to say what? we did really well until this <laughs> afternoon oh, when yeah. Charlie and Jovi forgot about daylight saving time oh, and how it's, bitch. yeah. So, but we're I fine. Blame, we're here. I blame the Formula One as well. It completely distracted mm. me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Goddamn yeah. it. Um, why can't just, why can't the entire earth be in one time zone? just to everybody in one time zone it, make, it would make things so much easier i agree so like but you know and then it would just depend on where you are what that would mean for your day so like for us yeah, 6 a.m is the morning for other people 6 a.m is just oh that's just in the afternoon and that's exactly. fine mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. the concept <sighs> of time is overrated it's outstayed it's welcome <laughs> go yeah. away we don't, Agreed. we don't want you anymore Nobody Absolutely. wants you anymore. Mm-mm. Forget you, time. Um, <laughs> and if there's any horror house fans that have joined us um, for Dom's appearance, welcome. We hope that you enjoy your stay and decide to kind of stick around here um, at Bed Crime Stories and uh, you know join yes. us for the long haul. We would appreciate yes. that greatly. Very much so. <sighs> All right. Well, guys. Um, so tonight I'm going to jump into a true crime story that is a little bit different than what I normally do just because me personally, I don't always love an unsolved crime because I get very frustrated (laughs) because usually in my opinion, at least with, with, with unsolved stories, the, the answer is like right there. We're super close to it. We're you know, just the right questions away from a person answering everything that we need to know to understand what happened. Um, and I also tend to not go too far into the creep factor or the, um, suspected conspiracy theory side of things. Cause that's just kind of not where I live as far as, you know, what, what I find uh, interesting, but I am going to kind of pivot a little bit towards that. And this particular story kind of dips its toes, at least into the waters of kind of creepy, mysterious, unexplained, possible supernatural factors involved. Um, And I'm going to be telling the story of the mysterious death of Henry McCabe. Ooh. Yeah. So this is a um, definitely a good, creepy, weird uh, weird story. So I, I appreciate those, especially where it could turn super supernatural and paranormal. Like those mm-hmm. always interest me yes. big time, big time. Yes. Big time I am time. a big lover of the paranormal. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I am awful with horror films. Don't get me wrong. I love them, but boy, do I shit myself. But anything paranormal, <laughs> it's so bad. And I know when the jump scares are coming, like, mm-hmm. but every single time, like, I was watching The Conjuring 2 not too long ago, and I've seen it so many times, and I love it. And, like, there was was this scene, which wasn't even a jump scare, but I was watching it, and, like, what was it? Something fell on, like, my shoulder, 
and oh my <laughs> god like i've got high blood pressure and i almost gave myself a heart attack it was horrific <laughs> oh, <laughs> i was god. shaking oh it was so bad and it was it wasn't even a scary scene in the film and i was just mm-hmm. like man i shouldn't watch horror films yeah <laughs> so bad yeah. Now I will tell you for myself, I actually hate horror films. Like I really do. Um, because I can't deal with gore, like the fake blood and the guts and the, I can't, I can't deal with any of that. Give me a good, like thriller or mystery. And I am down okay. the only horror movies that I love that are just perfect that I don't think they will ever be able to top are the, is the scream series. No, I, I love every single scream movie. I think they are all fantastic. They're cheesy, they're campy, and they are like just absolute perfect. They're the greatest combination of comedy and horror and gore and creep and mystery. I love it. I love the Scream movies. No, I get that. They're my faves. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. So let's learn a little bit about Henry McCabe. So on September 7th, 2015, so fairly recently, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, 32 year old Henry McCabe went missing after a night out on the town with his friends. So he worked as an auditor for the Minnesota department of revenue. And he was also an immigrant from Liberia at the time of his disappearance, Henry's wife, um, her name is Karine McCabe, Kareen McCabe. She was in California with the couple's young children visiting her mother while Henry stayed home in Moundsview, Minnesota. Henry spent the evening of September 6th going out to a nightclub in Spring Lake Park with two of his friends, William Kennedy and Calvin Johnson. And after they left the club, it was about two o'clock in the morning when they left, or just a bit before two o'clock in the morning when they left the club. Um, William Kennedy claimed that Henry asked him to be dropped off at a super America gas station in the town. Right. We love super America uh, gas station (laughs) in the town of Fridley, which was a couple of miles in the opposite direction of Henry's home. So a weird request um, apparently given to William McKinney, uh, William Kennedy to, to drive home, uh, Henry, but drive him to the gas station instead. So, um, at two 28 AM, Kareen McCabe received a call from Henry's cell phone and she heard a male voice screaming and saying that somebody shot him. Oh shit. Yeah. Now it's obviously assumed that it was Henry on the other end of the line, but you cannot be sh- sure 100%, right? Um, Kareen attempted to call Henry's brother, Tim Borber, uh, but only got his voicemail, but because she had the phone on and then the voicemail picked up, the voicemail picked up the last two minutes of the call. Oh, wow. So wow. there is an actual recording <laughs> of a portion of the phone call. Now here's, yeah, it's very creepy. And now here's where we get into like the real funky, creepy part of it. So the recording itself, not only did it have this male voice on it, but it also contained what seemed to be like high pitched sounds, moaning, uh, pain, like sounds. Um, there was also like bizarre growling and guttural animal like noises 
that came through on the phone call that sounded just very bizarre and like otherworldly type of a, a feeling. And the call concluded, all these noises happened. Then you have a couple of seconds of silence and then a male voice groaning the words, stop it. Um, I smell extraterrestrials. It's and so crazy. My opinion, because that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's kind of yeah, that's creepy as fuck. Ooh. It's creepy as fuck. And now I will tell you, you can f- find a portion of the recording on the interwebs. What? Yes. And you just so YouTube it and it'll come. You up. can just YouTube it and you can hear it. Um, it is incredibly, it is incredibly creepy and like very scary sounding and upsetting that if this is the final moments of Henry's life that were being recorded in this sounds just truly horrific, whatever it was that he went through. Like my morbid curiosity is like, look it up, you know, you want to hear it. And then I'm going to get there. I'm going to have it up. I'm going to hit play and I'm going to have nightmares. (laughs) Like, like part of me is like, is it worth it? My, um, my, so I did, this was, this was, at the tail end of last year i think i did an mm-hmm. episode um about cults and mm-hmm. not about one cult i did i did i think it was two or three mm-hmm. um and one of the cults that i did a, a little segment on was um the guy who who uh, was the whole jonestown what's it what's he called i can't remember his name it was the people's name. temple was the cult that's it um mm-hmm. so yeah i did an episode on on that and when I was researching it, they said that there was audio of like the 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 event where they all took the cyanide and drank mm-hmm. the the Kool Aid, mm-hmm. and my morbid curiosity was like, right, you need to go on YouTube and you need to listen to that. And awesome. I was like, I, I mean, I probably shouldn't, um, but I did. I was like, oh, okay, morbid curiosity, and oh my god, <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> it was it's awful. Yeah, it was so bad. I like I finished it I finished listening to it and I was like right I'm I'm gonna put on some Disney yeah. <laughs> I need to go hug a puppy <laughs> I need to, yeah I need to do do something because <laughs> that was horrendous so yeah yes I know all yes. about the morbid curiosities yeah the sounds from Jonestown like the that that recording of the uh what do they call the white knight right and then yeah. we called it yeah. uh the white knight event is yeah, uh, truly grim. haunting and very upsetting and then to hear the crying of the people and then him like coaxing still coaxing them all to continue to yeah. oh it's it's just depraved found, beyond belief i found myself getting like really angry as well so when when mm-hmm. i was into it, i found myself getting really frustrated and i would hear like i would hear things that he would say like you know you you there's going to be no more pain and stuff. And I was like, mate, they're like burning from the inside out, you fucktard. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Being in pain, you wanker. <laughs> yeah. For real. Uh-huh. For real. Uh, oh. Yeah. I was like, Jim Jones, I'm, I'm, I don't like you. I do he's not a, like you. Yeah. He's a treat, isn't he? Now, I will tell you. And again, like I know, we, I think we talked about this on a recent recording that Jovi and I did of just, I think everybody has that one story that is like their favorite and of course like people probably look at us like we're all insane because this is my favorite um because it's usually very awful jonestown is my favorite (laughs) like i jonestown is one of those ones where i don't even think i would actually need to do an outline for the episode because i could just talk about it for 45 minutes 
it's yeah i just i'm so steeped and involved in learning as much as i possibly can about that and i don't know why but there's something about that story that i just i think it's the the human factor of kind of giving yourself over to this person and why, and uh, trying to understand how we were finding him so charismatic to follow him. Yeah. It's um, crazy. It's kind of, so I've had quite a few people um, when I sort of bring up the podcast and Mm -hmm. and tell them what it is, you know, and they're like, Oh, you know, why, why do you talk about all these, you know, why do you talk about Bundy and why do you talk about, you know, I mean, I haven't talked about Bundy yet, but I was, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. why do you talk about, you know, William Bonin, you know, mm-hmm. who was, who was fucking horrendous. Why do you yeah. talk about, you know, um, Jerry Brudos? Why do you talk about Randy Kraft and all these other people? Like what, what's, you know, why, you know, do you, do you have like this sort of obsession? Like, isn't that a bit weird? And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it is sort of a morbid curiosity, I suppose, but I do it because it interests me is is mm-hmm. disgusting as that probably sounds obviously you know we it's what we do we sort of do this because for me anyway I find it really interesting to read about why they did what they did mm-hmm. what what happened in their life to to, yeah. to make them go into that mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. because you know I'm I'm gonna write a letter to Randy Kraft and be like oh mate you're my bestie like let's <laughs> let's set up a video call like you can you know you can think Bundy is a piece of shit but you can also be interested in Bundy right but yes. you can still see him as an absolute trash human so yeah yes so yeah it's it's weird this mm-hmm. true crime obsession I suppose but yeah I'm asked the same pretty often as well. And, um, I think a big part of it is the human factor, right. It was just trying to understand the psychology behind all of it, because I want to see it from both perspectives, yeah. um, specifically when it comes to something like a cult, because it's not just learning about the person who was the, the leader and what drove them to have this narcissistic belief that they could lead all these people, which obviously did wind up coming true, right? If they did wind up becoming a cult leader. Um, But then also understanding the psychology of who is this person, where, where, where were they in their lives when this person found them that were, they were able to so seemingly easily bring them along with them. And I just, it's that, that psychology factor is a big part of it. And I think the other part too, when I'm talking about a, a person like a Bundy or, Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer or Jerry Brudos, right? The worst of us, the worst type of human. Um, It's more of a self-preservation thing of Mm. looking at, uh, you know, what are the red flags? What are we looking at Uh, when it's a person like a Bundy whom everybody knows is, is known because of the fact that he was, I guess, in some circles, handsome and charismatic and charming. And like, what, what are those things? Like the psychopaths aren't always going to look like a psychopath. They're going to look like the people that you, you feel like you would be able to trust. And like, it's this self-preservation thing for me of just being like, the red flags are all around. It's just trying to heighten your awareness of what they, what they are, what they look like. I don't know if I, um, if I told you, so I posted, um, I think it was a, I think it was a Ramirez meme a while back. Mm. Um, and I, <laughs> I saw this account like it and I was like, mm. uh, like they liked it and then they followed me straight after. <clears throat> and 
I didn't I didn't know this until I went onto this account. So um, because people are really some people are really well adjusted, they make um, like fan pages of serial killers, and mm-hmm. I'd never had one follow me before. And I had this Richard Ramirez like fan page account follow me, mm-hmm. and it was talking about how he was so handsome and stuff. And I was like, "Did you see his teeth?" <laughs> <laughs> Like man, fucking gummy boy. Like, like, oh, Richard Ramirez is so handsome. Heart eye emoji, and it's like, no, he probably (laughs) probably smelt like fucking shit for one. And And that was that was what they said, right? His Mm -hmm. some of his surviving victims were like, oh, he was he rank, he was rank. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. fucking, you know, he would. It would gum you to death as well because you had no fucking teeth. Like yeah. I was just like, I was just like, why? Why? And then I saw what like there's a Dharma one that I came across. There's a bunny yeah. one that I and I'm just like, wow. Yep. We had uh when I did the episode about um ugh, what's his name? Ed Kemper. Duh. When I did the episode about Ed Kemper, when I posted the pictures somebody had commented and they're like, Ed Kemper is uh, low key, the hottest of all the serial killers. <laughs> like, oh, I remember that. Oh God. <laughs> I'm like, girl, <laughs> no, this is a person who is like, is a regular fan of ours. And of course there was like laughing emojis and stuff. So I'm okay. There's a part of me that's hoping she was kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do as well. <laughs> I'm like, Ooh. Um, and Hey, you nice. know, we all are entitled to our opinions. There's an ass for every seat. You know, I'm not here to yuck anybody's yum, but when I don't understand like the, then the sexual attraction, I mean, the mm-hmm. people I mean, who are sounds, st- still like... obsessed with like Charles Manson, like girls, yeah. it's, ladies. It's, it's so bizarre. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like the, the person who put the Kemper comment wanted her face to be his seat for his ass. If, if... Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, oh my lord people are weird <laughs> people are so weird. Yeah. stop making fan pages of serial killers people i know Just stop it oh. like that was uh what, what bailey sarian it always says get better idols right figure it out guys get better <laughs> idols start worshiping better people that's it worship, oh man worship me charlie and jovi don't worship bundy yes dharma and camper no. Agree. There's so many better people out there that we should be putting on pedestals besides these depraved serial killers. <laughs> no. oh, Start oh. reading about a man named Mr. Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. Let's hero worship Mr. Rogers. I, I'm 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 gonna see a Prince Andrew fan page spring up at some point. And I'm gonna Stop cry. for real. <laughs> Any day now. Any day now. Dear, oh dear. Yes. Yeah, you guys are oh. really going through it with that over there, aren't you? <laughs> oh, we are. It, it it made me so I I watched his um interview that he did. I think it was for like I think the B, it was the BBC or someone. This mm-hmm. was a little while ago. Mm-hmm. And obviously I heard about you know his what happened and mm. and I can't remember off the top of my head what I know he's been stripped of all his all of his royal duties. Mm-hmm. I think he settled. Did he settle? I think he settled. I think very he recently settled. he settled. Yeah. Which which obviously means he's innocent. Like what 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 um, guilty person would settle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched this interview that he did, and oh, 
it, oh, I had to have a shower afterwards. I was oh, oh, that was bad. And mm-hmm. it's just like, you're such a bad actor. You're mm-hmm. such a bad actor. Yeah. Like, you can just see how guilty you are. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Mr. I don't sweat. Bullshit. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's a real, he's a real treat. He's a real prince, and they. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he is. Dear, oh dear. Uh, literally and figuratively, and also completely sarcastically. Okay. <clears throat> oh, before we get oh get yeah, back yeah to this yeah yeah what what was that petrol station slash gas station <laughs> called? Uh, Super America. Mm-hmm. One word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's tickled me. One word. <laughs> if there was ever, if there was ever a name for an American petrol station, mm-hmm. of course it would be Super American. <laughs> just to just to show how much we worship uh, mm-hmm. oil and mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yep. Oh, Gotta dear. love it. Gotta love super, it. Super British petrol station. Super. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You just put tea in your car because exactly, <laughs> exactly, and then it, then it is super British. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, cheerio, thank you. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay, so um, like I said, the call then cuts off. Several seconds of silence. Male voice groaning. Stop it. So once uh, this happened, the phone disconnects, but it did wind up pinging off of a cell tower near Creekview Park in New Brighton, which is four miles east of Fridley, where the gas station was that William uh, Kennedy supposedly dropped him off at. Um, The audio file did wind up being sent to the FBI for analysis. So they kind of broke it down and, and, you know, uh, pulled out some of the noises and stuff like that to try and identify what was truly happening on that call. So um, in the days after this phone call and Henry not showing up back at home or at his job, there were several searches that were conducted in the area near the gas station where William Kennedy dropped him off. Um, Volunteers and members of law enforcement traced routes from the gas station towards his home, figuring if he had left the gas station and was heading back to his house, perhaps somewhere along the way he was injured or got lost or something amiss happened to Henry. And this would likely be the area we would find him. So, um, but it seemed like he just kind of vanished, right? They're, they're looking on these routes and they're not able to find any trace of, of Henry. So it seems as though he really did just kind of vanish out of thin air. Surveillance footage was examined from the Super America gas station, but there was never any sign of Henry or William on the tapes. However, there was uh, footage of Henry being dropped off on surveillance at another gas station called Holiday Gas. Um, These two stations, Super America and Holiday, were two miles apart. Okay. Now, it also... uh, is is important to note that William Kennedy was in possession of Henry's keys and that their other friend that was with them that night, Calvin Johnson had Henry's wallet. Oh yeah. And now Calvin claims that he took the wallet when Henry had become incredibly intoxicated and he was trying to prevent him from purchasing more drinks. So, okay, cool. 
Yeah, I could kind of get that. <clears throat> right. But I think the, the biggest question is why would William have his keys if he was dropping him off, right? Like he would need his keys yeah. eventually, you know? Yeah. So beside the strange voicemail and the surveillance footage of Henry at the Holiday gas station, again, like I said, he just kind of then disappeared. There was really no other evidence of of him being anywhere in the area. And over the course of the two-month search, Minnesota Community Policing Services directed all of the search and rescue efforts. So they're kind of a privatized policing group is what um, what I can tell. So, um, approximately two months after the voicemail and Henry's disappearance, a body was discovered by a kayaker in Rush Lake in New Brighton, which can you imagine that strolling, you know, just kayaking along on a crisp November morning and coming upon a body cannot even imagine. No, thanks. I'll pass. Yeah, yeah, that's a definitely. Hard no. <laughs> yeah. That's a hard no for real. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Hard pass, hard pass. Um, And where the body was found was four miles east of the Holiday gas station. Now, the next day, it was announced that the body was found, that the body was that of Henry McCabe's. And by all accounts, Henry was dropped off of the gas station at approximately 2 a.m. And the phone call to his wife was at 228. So if where his body was found is where he was killed and the phone call happened it would have had to have occurred within 28 minutes of him being dropped off at the gas station so he only had 28 minutes to get four miles away and then killed not impossible especially if somebody was driving him yeah but there's no indication that he was driven. There's no indication that he walked. There's there's zero evidence to show exactly what happened between him showing up with the surveillance and then his body being in this body of water. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that's mm-hmm. juicy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's juicy. Yeah. So even though Henry was heard saying on the voicemail that he had been shot. There was no gunshot wounds and there was actually no superficial injuries on his body. So no signs of strangulation, no signs of blunt force trauma. There was no signs of like superficial trauma to his body. And with no evidence of foul play, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. no outward evidence of foul play other Mm -hmm. than him Mm -hmm. having disappeared and then appearing in this state mm-hmm. uh, the coroner ruled his cause of death to be an accidental drowning now investigators did not rule out the possibility that he had died by suicide um however by all accounts henry was incredibly happy in his life not only with you know his family life but in in his job he was very fulfilled by his job um, of course we know that that does not necessarily mean that somebody is not um, you know, could not be depressed or could mm-hmm. not be contemplating uh, death by suicide. But <clears throat> again, it doesn't seem to fit um, what happened in this situation. No. Not even a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Since Henry was intoxicated that night, it is possible that he may have accidentally stumbled into the lake and drowned. That is definitely a possibility. But none of these explanations would account for the noises on the voicemail. Not even a little bit, not even a little bit. Right. Mm -mm. Right. 
So the exact circumstances of Henry McCabe's death remain completely unknown. There, it's it is still truly, truly a mystery. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. So Henry McCabe's friend, William Kennedy, was never linked to the crime officially, though he was the one who dropped Henry off at the convenience store on the night he disappeared and also then eventually gave the police the wrong location. Mm. Also, he was in possession of his keys. And like I said before, if you were with your close friend dropping them off at this gas station in order for him to eventually make his way home, you are taking from him his one means that he has to enter his home safely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, or they took, or he took his keys away so he wouldn't even have the option to drive. Because you figure if his wife is home, she could open the door for him. She wasn't. She was in California. Oh, that's right. That's right. You said that. She was in California. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I still think it's aliens. Yeah. My whole thing that. is if you want to, <laughs> my whole thing All is if it. you want to prevent him from driving, then you take his car keys off of his key ring and give him his house key. Right. Yeah. Like right. You could, you can still logically do that. While also keeping him safe. Or when he says, please drop me off at a gas station, you say, fuck no, dude, I'm taking you home. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's I, weird too. Yeah. Like, why, why did he why did he request going to a gas station? Like that doesn't make sense either. Mm-hmm. And why mm-hmm. and why didn't the and why didn't the why didn't they refuse to send him uh, to drive him to the gas station? Right. And right. Just drive right. him home. Correct. Right. Now, also on the on the voicemail, there was uh, one of the distinguishable words in the audio was the word papoose, which was William's nickname. Hmm. So also fishy, fishy. Um, Now, there's also a theory that Henry's death could be linked to the violence of his home country in Liberia. Now, Henry McCabe had emigrated to the United States to escape the violence in the West African country. Um, He lived there through the 14-year civil war before he fled to the U.S. And there's a a, a strong Liberian community, um, apparently in this area, that reportedly suggested his death could be linked to local violence among these immigrants to uh, from liberia now there doesn't seem to be any evidence to support theory but this is just something that people i guess have floated like hey this this is still this is something that could have possibly been an an issue um in the reddit thread unresolved mysteries people have shared their theories about what happened to henry mccabe i bet you some of these theories are wild Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah coming from reddit we so, love yeah. reddit <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um so they they're theorizing about what happened to henry and also what the sounds on the voicemail were so some of them suggest an animal attack uh some suggest water gurgling uh, screaming from underwater like maybe his phone was on the river bank and you can hear him from under the water that's why it's more guttural and, and gargly and they even suggest, of course, something sinister or even supernatural, right? Something alien, literally, <laughs> or, <laughs> uh, you know, some sort of demon. And again, to this day, the voicemail remains unexplained. So not just the the disappearance or, or the circumstances surrounding his death itself, but even the voicemail is quite the mystery. And at the time of his death, Henry had been married for 11 years. He had two kids, 
Um, like I said, he worked as a state auditor uh, for the Minnesota Department of Revenue, and he did really love his job. There is uh, a woman named Lavetta Tugbay from the Coalition of Justice in Liberia who knew Henry and is under the impression that he wouldn't have drowned himself. And she stated that somebody may have been inflicting harm. Uh, there's very little paper trail on Henry, so it gives even less clues into what could possibly be happening to authorities. So, you know, we all know that in order to get a better understanding of what may have happened to somebody, we need to know who they are and where they come from. Yeah. So the less we have about his past, the less we're able to assume about what happened to him. And uh, there is still an active reward, it seems, for any information that could lead to a possible arrest or answers in the mysterious death of Henry McCabe. Wow. I was about to ask if there's like, if they're any closer to solving it than they were in 2015, but I'm assuming that's a, that's a no. That is a no. It seems like every single path they take ends in a dead end and uh, that it's just mystery on top of mystery that they really cannot uh, determine. First of all, a true cause of death. They assume it's drowning, uh, but could it be something else? Yeah. Who knows? They have no idea if it was self-inflicted either purposefully or accidentally. If it was a third party human, if it was a third party beastie or alien, like who knows? It, it truly is like a, a true, true mystery. And then on top of that, like there's just no leads. There's just this constant wheel spinning. Cause every single time they hit on something else, it, it stops yeah. at a dead end. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest uh, key to answers would be William Kennedy, but it seems as though there's no evidence to refute what he's saying is yeah. not true. So yeah, that's the story. Henry McCabe. That's wild. I, I think it was the aliens from the Simpsons. I think it's <laughs> <laughs> from the Simpsons. Nice. Yes. Kangen yes, yes, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I just keep thinking about like something uh, like very cryptozoology esque, mm. you know, yeah. like a chupacabra or, you know, a yeti. Along those. Yeah, the, it's the Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 The Bigfoot. Bigfoot was like, you, you all doubted me. You doubted me. Well, exactly. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna kill this man. Right. <laughs> You're not gonna doubt me. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's wild. It is it's, crazy. It's crazy. Or you could or you could take the uh men in black route and an alien killed him to use him as his egger suit. Right. And then he got rid of him four days <laughs> He's later. He's the skin suit. Yeah. Yes. Who knows? He is the skin suit. He is the skin suit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that is oh, and let me tell you my sources for the story. So um, I found uh, articles on MysteriousFacts.com, Fox9.com, of course, Reddit, uh, Ranker, ABC News, and SpokesmanReporter.com. So those are my resources, the articles that I pulled from. Wonderful. Nice. Wonderful. Oh, that yeah. was good. I do like a good old mystery. Yeah. Especially, mystery. Ones, especially ones that can, that can be like so many things. Mm-hmm. There could have been a foul play. There could mm-hmm. have been... Um, something more sinister there could mm-hmm. have been nothing sinister at all like there's mm-hmm. so many different avenues yep. I love it yep I concur wow mm-hmm. good story Charlie that yeah, was a good story Charlie that was kind of crazy and I'm still the whole time you're saying this I'm listening and I'm like do I want to listen to it 
<sighs> and it's like <laughs> it's still daylight here so i'm like you know what if i'm gonna do it i need to do it before the sun sets yeah That's it. so i will tell you that i have heard it okay um so uh you guys may know of the the podcast crime junkie they mm-hmm. did a episode about henry it was actually towards the very beginning of the show coming out mm-hmm. and the audio clip was played on their podcast and um so i've heard it it's creepy i wouldn't say well i mean it might be a can't sleep at night type of creepy but it's it's creepy it is creepy um and the the stop it at the end is the most chilling part of mm, the mm-hmm. of the yeah. whole call. Yeah, I, I could see that. that. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, I may be wrong, but if I'm not mistaken, it's not the full two minute clip that it, that is out there for the public mm-hmm. consumption. I mm-hmm. think that's just available right now uh, for investigators. But I think it's just like that ending clip you're able to hear. But you can very distinctly hear these very very otherworldly sounding sounds <laughs> that are that add to the mystery okay i'm gonna do it i, I, I i've decided i'm gonna do it and i'll let you guys i'll let you yeah. guys know how i how i feel about it after, I, I, after I know how creepy it is from you then I okay will... <laughs> yeah, i'll be the I... tester i'll throw myself <laughs> on that grenade it's fine it's yeah. fine <laughs> yeah. Jovi's yeah. gonna sacrifice herself for I the am. good of for the good of all of us. I am. I am. I am. I'll listen to it like at like 10 p.m. tonight, and I'll just be like, Jovi, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. You steered me in the wrong direction. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. I won't. It's on you for listening to it at 10 p.m. Like you can listen to it during the day. That's different. Yeah, it's I a know. whole different vibe when you listen to things like that, and it's still light out. I think okay. I think what needs to happen is you listen to it, Jovi, and then you say mm-hmm. to us, you're like, first, yes or no. And then if yes, daytime, nighttime. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I could do that. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, when when we end this recording, I'll listen before we join our next one and I'll let you know. Okay. Okay. I'll do it. Because it's like a plan. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that actually gives us the perfect segue, Jovi, for us to get to wrapping up this episode. But first, I yes. did want to invite all of our listeners to head over to Horror House so you can yes. hear um, our collaboration with Dom on his channel. Um, yes. We're really excited to we're, we're recording this episode first, so we haven't done mm-hmm. the episode yet, but I'm still very excited about it. So. Yes. <laughs> it I am a, too. It is a back to back. Yes. Two-parter. <laughs> it's a two-parter it is a two-parter yes. so uh yes please head over to horror house make sure that you you subscribe over there and listen to the episodes it is fantastic what dom is doing over there on mm-hmm. horror mm-hmm. house oh, and uh we stop. thoroughly enjoy oh, don't, don't, sure. don't stop, don't stop. Oh, stop. Sure. stop. <laughs> you're gonna make me blush <laughs> um but uh again we are so happy to have had you on the show dom yes. we'll totally have to do this again um yes make Absolutely. it make it's it a, a maybe not a regular thing but we'll make it a thing yes. <laughs> yeah for sure like i would love to do many many more collabs with you guys so, agreed awesome um, yeah whenever whenever our time zones will allow yes and absolutely and i'm, and I'm not getting battered by university assignments <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i'm actually in the middle of that too dom i'm not gonna lie to you on that note, on um, that note, <laughs> on that note, um, if you like what you hear, and you know, we hope you do, please like, rate, review, and subscribe. 
mm-hmm. both to us and to Horror House because yes. we're both amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us on our social medias, Bed Crime Stories at Bed. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, like my brain was just like, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Right, right we... there, guys, right there. Mm-hmm. That's where you're mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Bed crime stories at Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to send us an email, you can send us an email at bedcrimestoriespod at gmail.com with mm-hmm. any kind of recommendations to say hi, um, anything like that. You know, make sure you tell a friend, all the friends. Mm-hmm. Um, be kind to one another. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think. Is that it? That's my it. brain is my brain is like no, that is it. It's, it's <laughs> that is not. It. It's not working. Yes. Um. But yeah. So have a good rest of your day. Have a good night. Make sure to listen to the continuation of our collab um, on Horror House, and uh, we'll see you there. So mm-hmm. until next time, guys. Sweet dreams. Sweet. Dom, do you want to give us a sweet dreams? Yes. Um, sweet dreams and, <laughs> and stay spooky. Stay, yeah, stay spooky. Stay spooky. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Bye. All right. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. 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 Our theme song is the song Industrial Music Box by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by backslash 3.0.